0: Tonight, Basalana, I want to just get right on. I probably might speak for a longer period, but uh, 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 at the end of this, we're going to pray. Tell your neighbor we're going to pray. More than anything, my prayer is that tonight will be a defining moment for your family. I thought you'd give me a better amen than that. I can hear all the people in Ghana saying amen louder than you. Can I get a better amen than that? And so, as a good Bible teacher tonight, I want to build a strong biblical case to show and to prove that God's visitation is not only confined to the individual, Or limited to the individual. But that God also works in families and through families. God's ideal is that whatever he does in your life doesn't end with you. That's the highest level of living in terms of God. It's A higher level to be a blessing than to be blessed. Right through the scriptures. And when you understand that reality that we are simply vessels and channels and we are simply an extension of the grace of God. That when God touches you, he doesn't want to end with you. He wants that blessing to extend to your family as well. In fact, if we understood this, we would be more cooperative with God because every family has a destiny that God has set beforehand for them. Every family is wired and touched by God in certain ways. There are certain things that characterize families. Now, we will not generalize, but very when you look at families, you find there's families whereby there's a lot of people in those families who become business people. There's families whereby there's people in those families who become pastors. Not everybody. There's families that maybe you've got doctors coming out or whatever it is. But the sad part is that the opposite is also true. There's families that you find that alcohol abuse is a problem in the whole family. Some families, they can't retain their marriages. The whole family. Some families, people never live to a certain age. They just die in numbers. And when God enters any family... He wants to turn all that evil around. And God will want to use one person. One person. I want to show you in scripture today that God really wants to come into your home. And that's the title of my message. God wants to visit your home. Now, I'm aware that we respond to God as individuals. You can't make anybody in your family follow God. I'm aware that when we stand before God, God's going to ask us about our lives. But I I also am aware that God's ideal is for the family structure, watch this now, to be the vehicle that will transport the move of God. When God talks about his move, he never leaves leaves out that move being a multi-generational move. Watch this now. Number one, God is the originator of the family. We read in Ephesians chapter 3, verse 4, 14 and 15 in the New American Standard Bible. It reads, for this reason, Abaman is before the father from whom every family in heaven and on earth derives its name. So the concept of family was started by God in the first place. We see it all the way in the Garden of Eden where God set up the first family that we know of. Blessed that family. Put his life and his blessing on that family. Unfortunately, through the wrong decisions of the head of that home by the name of Adam... The family was thrown into chaos. So it has always been God's desire to reach out to families, to touch families. Verse 15 in the Amplified Bible is read, From whom every family in heaven and on earth is named, that father from whom all fatherhood takes its title and derives its name. God is the originator of the family. God loves the family. God propagates the family. I don't know why some of you, your amens are not convincing. Is because you are thinking about your family members who are not here. We'll come to that just now. We'll come to that just now. Don't worry. Just say amen because that's what the Bible says. If nothing else, just say amen because it's true. Alright. Is, is that a good amen that you're giving? Now that God is the founder and the sustainer of the family... Therefore, when he sends visitations or outpourings, he sends it to families as well. Very often, even when we read revival scriptures, we never see and maybe highlight the centrality of family. Let me take you to another scripture that will go together with a book that we have been reading. Kind of We have been reading from what? hey, I, 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 I like you, you know you are silly, little clever. I so said, let's say let Ezra. No way. Hey, some of you, you say it with conviction. But let me take you to another prophet similar to Ezra. Because in the Old Testament, there are many different books and different prophets and many of them, they played different roles. Ezra was a prophet of restoration and a prophet of revival or renewal. Another prophet that God used in a similar way as S Ezra, Ezra. I, want, I just want to hear you say that It's Joel Now it's a very long passage we're going to read But I want to read all of it Or otherwise you're not going to get the, 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 the meaning thereof. Alright, Joel chapter 2 I'm reading from verse 12 Therefore also now says the Lord Turn ye even to me with all your hearts With fasting, with weeping and with mourning Okay, so this is what we've done this week We're tending to God with fasting, with weeping. And that morning is not just the morning of crying, it's the morning of prayer and desire to have a visitation from God. And God says, rend your hearts and not your garments. In other words, get serious about this. It mustn't be a superficial praying and a superficial repentance. Do this with all your heart. Are you here tonight? All right. Turn unto the Lord your God for he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and of great kindness. You know, that's the thing about God. God is a God of great kindness. And repenteth him of the evil. In other words, if you, if you do what is right, God will, will ensure that the evil that was supposed to come your way, he stops and he brings blessings instead. Oh, shabba, Yaba yaba yaba. He says, who knows if he will not return and repent and leave a blessing behind him. Tell your neighbor, God's going to leave a blessing for you. Even a meat offering and a drink offering unto the Lord your God. Blow the trumpet in Zion. In other words, make an announcement. Make it loud. Announce to as many people as possible. Publicize this. Get on tweets. Get on the WhatsApp. Get on social media. Put up billboards. Get on the radio, go on television, announce this, blow the trumpet in Zion. Then it says, sanctified a fast. Call a solemn assembly. Call people to Pinville to go and pray. Let them come to Carltonville. Let them come to Midrand. Let them join on Web TV. Let them pray in Ghana. Just call people everywhere to come and pray. Gather the people. Sanctify the congregation. Assemble the elders. Gather the children. Watch now. Elders, children, those who suck the breast, babies. Let the bridegroom go forth from his chamber. These are the people on honeymoon. Let them come back. Hey. And the bride out of a closet. Now note, we're talking about children, bridegroom, parents. Then it says, let the priests, the ministers of the Lord, weep between the porch and the altar. In other words, elderly people come, young people come, everybody come. We've made a public announcement. Come let's gather. Come let's pray. Come let's seek the Lord. Let them whip between the altar and the porch and let them say, spare your people, O Lord. So we're praying for revival. Give not your heritage to reproach that the heathen should rule over them. Wherefore they should say among the people, where is their God? Next verse says, then the Lord will be jealous over his land. See, there's always a then the Lord. See, when we pursue God, when we pray, when we do what we should do, there is always a then the Lord. Can I hear an amen in the house? Then the Lord will be jealous over his people. Oh my goodness. He will be jealous for his land and pity his people. Yea, the Lord will answer and say, Behold, I send you corn and wine and all, and you shall be satisfied therewith. I will no more make you a reproach among the hidden, but I will remove far off from you the northern army. I will drive him into the land barren and desolate with his face towards the East Sea, with his hinder part towards the utmost sea, and his stinks shall come up, and his ill savior shall come up, because he has done great things. Fear not, O land. Be glad and rejoice, for the Lord your God will do great things. Come on, somebody be glad that the Lord will do great thing. Yeah. Be not afraid, you beasts of the field, for the pastures of the wilderness do spring, for the tree beareth a fruit, the fig tree and the vine do yield their strength. Be glad then, ye children of Zion. And rejoice in the Lord your God, for he has given you, the former rain moderately, and he will cause to come upon you the rain, the former rain and the latter rain in the first month. And the floors shall be full of wheat, and the vest shall overflow with wine and oil. Somebody shout hallelujah. Somebody shout hallelujah. Verse 24 says, God says, and I will restore to you the years that the locust has eaten, the years that the cankerworm has eaten, the caterpillar and the palmer worm. Note the next verse, and you shall eat in plenty. You will be satisfied and you will praise the name of the Lord your God. Somebody give the Lord a shout. Note for he has dealt wondrously with you And my people shall never be ashamed Tell your neighbor God's going to turn around your shame neighbor God is turning around your shame Whatever used to bring shame to you God is turning it around Whatever brought shame in your life God is about to erase it Can I hear an amen Whatever happened in your past that you are ashamed of Let the past be gone Let bygones be bygones God is removing your shame Somebody shout hallelujah in the house yeah oh it's a special night tonight I said it's a special night tonight God is turning around the destinies of families God is erasing all the bad stuff and all the bad seed that the devil sold into your family somebody shout hallelujah glory to God Oh, hallelujah. He says, and you shall eat in plenty and be satisfied and praise the name of the Lord your God, for he has done wondrously with you and my people shall never be ashamed. And then he says, and you shall know that I am in the midst of Israel and you will know that I am the Lord your God and none else and, and my people shall never be ashamed. Oh my goodness. You're going to know your God. You're going to walk in the spirit of revelation and knowledge. God's going to open your eyes. He's going to cease being an idea that you only embrace. He's going to be a living reality in your life. You will know. You will experience. You will see Him Things around and you'll see him erase your shame. Can I hear the name, man? Oh my goodness! House of it, House of it. verse 28 he says, And it shall come to pass afterwards. <laughs> After all these things have happened, have, have, God is giving you parcela and more and, and extra. He says, it shall come to pass afterwards. It shall come to pass afterwards that, that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Then watch, watch the family come in. Watch the family come in. Hey Bishop, (laughs) it's hot in here my brother, already it's boiling in here. The anointing is in this house, my goodness. It shall come to pass, afterwards that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Watch, 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 watch. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams, Your, your young men shall see visions and, and and also upon your, your 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 servants the one who works in the garden and the one who cooks for you because they are part of your family I am going to pour out my spirit in those days can I hear an amen And God says, I will show wonders in the heaven above and in the earth beneath blood and fire and vapor of smoke. The sun shall be turned into darkness, the moon into blood before the great and the terrible day of the Lord. And it shall come to pass that whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be delivered. For in Zion and in Jerusalem, there shall be deliverance. And as the Lord had said, and in the remnant, I'm looking at the remnant tonight, the people that." Jesus! God is saying, I'm gonna amaze you. I'm gonna touch you and touch your whole family. I'm gonna erase the shame of your family. Maybe you started out wrong in your life My brother, my sister Mara, tonight is a defining moment for your life God is taking away the shame God is rewriting a new story Concerning your family Can I hear an amen in the house? God Works through family. Let me give you a few examples. I'm building my case. Like a good biblical, Bible based pastor, lawyer, professor, whatever, build my case. In the Old Testament, God tells the children of Israel when they were in Egypt, the angel of death is coming. He's going to walk through the land and kill all the firstborn children. But I'm giving you knowledge of that to know how you can be protected from that. Let every family get for itself a lamb. If the family is poor, a dove is fine. All I want you to do is on that night to slaughter that lamb on that dove, take the blood, smear it on just one door post. And stay indoors. Uh, one door post, one lamb, one dove, just one door post, one lamb, just one thing. But the whole family is sick. Do you know what was amazing about this? God told them, he said to them, if you have friends who are Egyptians, and they ask you, tell them. And if they will do what you did, even if the angel of death is supposed to come in, when he sees the blood, he will pass over them. God takes care of the whole family. He comes to Noah, he says, you know what, Noah, I'm going to destroy the earth, my brother. But I'm going to spare. Not even just you. You and your daughters and your sons-in-laws and your... Ooh, ooh, can you imagine? One person, a whole generation said, are you telling me through you? Through you? I, you're not... I... I are you telling me that what you are experiencing this week is going to reverberate through all the other generations that are coming in your family? Are you telling me that the decision for you to come when it's raining, to come from Monday to Friday and sit in the word and listen to the word and watch the window open? And you say the reggae moment is open, I'm going in. I am the remnant and I'm going in and I'm doing what? Are you telling me that my great grandchildren and my great great grandchildren are going to be blessed because of that. That's what I'm telling you. You don't realize how much God wants to change things in your life. Can I hear an amen in this? God says Noah I'm talking to you But get your family into the ark. I'm moving in a mighty and miraculous way on your family. And because when you have been enlightened, because when I'm speaking to you and there's a rather moment, go through that door, get into the ark, close the door. And whatever comes will never come near you. Though a thousand fall in your left hand and ten thousand fall on your right hand, it will never come nigh thee because the Lord your God is your hiding place. He that dwells in the shadow of the Almighty will abide under his shadow. God talks to Abram. He says, Abram. I love it, Genesis 18. He says, he says you know what? Uh, uh, he says, I, I know you, Abraham. Abram, you will command your children and your family after you so that the Lord your God may bring to pass in your life what I said to you. <laughs> Are you telling me that how I spread this to my family, my destiny hinges on that? And if I may say, Bazalana, this is why I, I, really want to encourage you to realize how much you are a key to the destiny of your family. No matter how many years they have been off course, no matter how long, no matter what tragedy, what party, what senyama, it doesn't matter, Baba. Through you, God's going to turn around that shame in the name of Jesus. Come on, if you believe that, shout to the Lord tonight. Yes. See, see, if if, if I was you, I would make sure that my commitment to God is so strong. (laughs) Because, to turn around the destiny of families is no small thing. When evil has come into a family, it it marinates. It becomes so deeply rooted that it becomes the norm in that family. And you find that the odd one who tries not to do that, somewhere down the line, they slip and fall. Back. It's like the Bermuda Triangle. You remember that? You have these people in a boat, and they come into this section in the sea, which has a combination of different winds and different storms, and they're surrounded by it. And all around, you're surrounded by storms and high winds and and high waves, and there's no way to get out of it. It's a vicious cycle. But it takes power. It takes power to yank you out of a spiritual Bermuda Triangle. It's no small thing. But that power is started and initiated by one person becoming the door. So, when God is speaking to you and you are coming here, you may think you are wasting time. They may even mock you and scoff you and call you names. But listen to me, my brother, my sister. God is planting a seed in that home, and God's gonna yank people out of that Bermuda triangle, starting with you. Yes. So God always speaks to one person and for for the whole family. And I have a suspicion that I'm looking at that one person tonight. Tell your neighbor, I am that one person. Tell your other neighbor, I am that one person. Now, watch this, Baselon. What I'm going to share now is going to be the most liberating truth you've ever heard. I'm telling you too, you know, when I was studying this and, and God started showing me this, I was so happy. All families have issues. All families have challenges. But even with those challenges, God still visits those families. Are you, are you understand what I'm saying. You see, you see, and it's important we say that because some families here, it's been longer that God's been working among them. Some people were lucky, they were blessed to come from a good background. But that's not the story for all of us. Some of us, things are bad there's issues in our families. I know as a young Christian, you know, there are some people who would never let us visit their homes. Never. Because You get to your home, next thing, as a young person, you don't want your friends to see that. But you see, unbeknown to you, my brother, my sister, that that family over there, that looks like they have everything under control. They have issues. And I want to show you that even in the family of Jesus Christ himself, there were issues. I told you this is going to liberate you. I start with other families and I'll come to the family of Christ. That God somehow, that's why God is so interested in families. Because he knows we have issues. What I found out, issues don't turn God off. I'm telling you, God God never looks at you and says you are a disappointment. People may say that to you, but you're not a disappointment to God. As long as when he speaks to you, when he talks to you, when he deals with you, you will respond appropriately. So, those of you who are seeing the light in your families, don't play with this moment. And those of you who are in families that already have seen the light, don't try to go and search for nobody's drinking in your family. Now you want to start drinking. You've never seen your father smoking. You are smoking. You've never seen your mother cheat on your dad. Now you're cheating in your... You, I don't know now why you're going to fetch this whole darkness. You are taking yourself to the Bermuda Triangle. Because you're looking at their life, it looks so boring. You don't understand, Basalana, the grip of evil on people when evil grips you. There's families, we, we leaders, we pastors. There's families where. I've been there where people say, I'm the only one. I don't have When you ask them, what happened? My father was killed by this, died out of this, this one, this, this one, this. Ufidilo, we won, we won. Then when they tell you the decisions that his father's made, you know, you would wow, Now you are in a family where things are working out, well, but you're taking it for granted. You are all this evil, you want to open a door? For funny stuff? You don't know when that funny stuff has caught you. What it takes to get out of it. Let me show you the the challenges of families. The first family in Jaina, the first family in Jena, right in the Garden of Eden, there were issues. (laughs) Right in the Garden of Eden, in the house of Adam. I don't know his name, his name. No, 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 not Habib. In the house of Adam, I don't know what happened. There were issues there. This reality, therefore, affects so many other families that follow, starting with the first family. Note, in the lineage of Jesus, I'm going to ask you after the service now, when you're at home, go and read Matthew chapter 1. From verse 1 to verse 16. I used to read that verse and it, it, it used to trouble me. So and so beget this one and so and so beget this one and he was the son of this one and the beget takes And I never used to understand that there's a Christian man. I mean, why must I be reading the begets from verse 1 to verse 16? What's the issue? It's only years later I understood there's a message here. It's only when you take those names and try to study who those people were. Because so-and-so beget this one, and so-and-so beget this one, so-and-so beget this one, and finally, so-and-so beget Mary, and beget Joseph, and Mary and Joseph beget Jesus. So, Jesus is from that family. When you check those characters, some of them are dodgy characters. Let's read. Let, let, me, show you. let me show you. I'll just show you a few. I can't re- read everybody. First of all, in verse 2 of Matthew chapter 1 In fact, the Bible from verse 1 to verse 16 Catalogues 42 generations Starting from Adam all the way down to Mary and Joseph And as you read these families Through whom Jesus was born You read about people like Jacob Who was Jacob? Jacob was a crook Mara he was related huh. to Jesus. He was among the remnant through whom Jesus was born. Joseph, Jacob was a crook, even his name, it means hill grabber. And then in verse 5 We read about Salmon Who is Salmon? Salmon is the father of Boaz And Boaz is the father of Rahab Who was a sex worker I knew you won't say anything You know, I so thank God for 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 His openness and truthfulness. Are you telling me in the lineage of Jesus there was a sex worker? Yes. Yeah. By the name of Rahab. Read about that in the book of Joshua. They got wrong on the moon too. So, even in the lineage, even in the family of our Lord, and I'm not being irreligious here, there was dysfunction. It's not the first time dysfunction happens, it's not starting with your family. So, why must you be embarrassed about your background? Why? Don't be embarrassed. If we entered in Tobas, Allah already ends. Yeah. I can't erase the things they're saying. Mara, my goodness, I can redefine where I'm going. Oh, hallelujah! I'm just picking a few. We read about David. You know, you know. Sometimes when I read about, I can't understand it when it says David was a man after God's own heart. You know, I hear it, Mara. There are some things about God I don't understand. I know this guy saw a woman by the name of Bathsheba He had a roving eye He composed that song Ah Pamantombaza Because that was David's problems he loved women this guy, the Bible says even when he was old to check if he's still alive okay let's leave that verse alone, it's in the Bible <laughs> you know what I read about David I... do you realize that when people came to Jesus they said to call him the son of David Papa was a rolling stone Wherever he laid his head Was his hope <laughs> David was so corrupt lasted so much After Bathsheba Knew the woman is married And he wanted to get her So what does he do? It's during the time of war He's the king He decides to take this woman's husband By the name of Oriah And put him in the front row Of the battle read it. It's in the Bible. <laughs> and he is in the genealogy of Jesus. Some of you, you've never done what David did. And I don't, I don't understand the reason why you think God can use you. I've never understood that. I've never understood that. Come on, can I hear an amen from the people in the fire? They said I must go deeper. Let me go deeper. (laughs) David himself came from a family where he wasn't liked by his father Jesse. When the prophet Samuel was sent by God to anoint one in the house of Jesse, Jesus suggested all the other sons and conveniently forgot about David. So there was favoritism. But in spite of all this dysfunctionality, the Savior of the world, Christ, God took these dysfunctional families and gave them a regular moment. You. Pastor Anna, you must never ever underestimate the power of God and what it can do in turning around somebody's destiny. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. That's why I tell people, Mina, I'm not ashamed to be a Christian. I'm telling you. they can say what they like, I am not ashamed what we have is more powerful than what anybody can they can go and consult uh, sign readers, horoscopes they can go wherever, scientists whatever, any kind of thing there is nothing that equals the power of God, I can tell you that much telling you And some of you, you allow people to make you feel awkward and ashamed. And Jesus was born. So, God wants only one person who is willing to be a channel through which he can visit the family. Some of you, you may not. You may be the only one who's here from your home. It's fine. We're going to to bring you into families as well. well. It's okay. May the impact of what God's going to do in your life spread to your whole family if you are 14 years old and you're the only one who has come here and all your family equal higher even as a 14 year old as a 12 year old or as a 10 year old I see the grace of God upon them. Telling you God waits for one person. God waits for someone in the family to seize the regular moment. And God then visits the family. Shows his grace, his mercy, his anointing. Let me go through a few scriptures. In Mark chapter 5, it was Jairus who was the ruler of the synagogue came running to Jesus because his son was not well. One man runs to Jesus, asks Jesus, Jesus goes to the house of Jairus. Remember, Jairus, the people that he served with in the synagogue, didn't like Jesus. Yeah. And this is what I tell people. When God is giving you a visitation, don't stop and ask other people what they think. Some of you show your friends, I say, you've been there the whole week, you're going there, I was was traveling here, I was watching so many places, the house, the car's there. People are there. Yeah. They're there. And you come into church and they say, ah, we're now Motlana, whatever. And I all tell them, let's wait for five years. Yeah. Let's wait. Yeah, let's wait for ten years. And then after ten years, let's talk. It's a choice you make. Yeah. When other people have chosen to go somewhere else, you've chosen to be in the presence of God. You're realizing there's a rare moment, God has enlightened your eyes, and you've located yourself and placed yourself in a position where God can use you as a door. Next thing when your family is blessed, but lawyer, Yeah. Yeah, what lot lawyer when, lawyer. There's no way. No, we will leave a alloy. Hey. so How many of you men are a melan Willingly. Willingly. Lerona said you are a little Shabayawa. In Matthew chapter 15 It was the Canaanite woman This woman was not a Jew And she was not necessarily Supposed to approach Christ But this woman When she saw the regular moment open She came to Christ Why? She had an issue at home Her daughter was Grievously tormented in a word, Grievously tormented by demons she moves to Christ. And Jesus says, no, I can't give the children's bread to dogs. She says, I understand. Even the dogs eat the crumbs, Lord. <laughs> Mara, I'm not going home without receiving from you because I understand there's something about you. You are a loving and a gracious God. Can I hear an amen in the <laughs> This woman wouldn't let anybody turn her back. And through this woman... We're talking about her story today. Because Jesus stood and commanded her and says, your story will be told wherever. I've never seen such faith. Yeah, but it took one person. Let's come back to Rahab. I wonder how many of you know that in the book of Matthew as we read, she is placed there in the genealogy of Jesus. What happened? Rahab, in the time of Joshua... When Joshua had sent spies to the promised land, and then the soldiers came to come and kill the spies, the spies ran into her home and she took them and made sure she hides them in her house. And when the soldiers came, they were looking for them. And then, when finally, the children of Israel came into the land they told her you must tie a, a scarlet thread on your family a red one and when we see the blood we will pass over you not only was her family saved this woman ends up being In the genealogy of Jesus Christ. My friend, you have no clue how far God wants to take you. You have no clue. See, when you make decisions for God, when you turn towards God and you follow God, see, people may say all kinds of things. I've I've seen it too many times. You have no clue. Sometimes you may not see it in your lifetime, but your children, Your children's children. God takes them out of the Bermuda Triangle. God does amazing things. I see your family receiving amazing things from God. Wow. It was because of Noah that his family received a visitation. It was because of Lot that his family received a visitation. What about Zacchaeus? I want us to read that one. Zacchaeus is a tax collector. He's not liked by the family. Mara, he keeps on hearing about this regular moment. He hears about Jesus. He hears the things that Jesus does. Let's have it up on the screen. Luke chapter 19. And so he decides to go to the prayer meeting. <laughs> A prayer week I think I'm looking at some Zacchaeus in the house today eh? he, he decides to change his plans Like many of you changed your plans this week you, you may think it's a small thing But let me prophesy Let me prophesy It's not a small thing And behold there was a man named Zacchaeus Which was a chief among the publicans he was rich. Let's have it in the New American Standard Bible. He was loaded. Aye. Okay. V- yeah. There was a man called by the name of Zacchaeus. He was a chief test collector and he was rich. Verse 2. Sounds like some people we know. Okay. <laughs> Zacchaeus was trying to see who Jesus was and was unable because of the crowd and he was in a So if Uli Shorty, you are in the Bible somewhere. How many of you are sitting next to Zacchaeus? Just look at them and say, you are in the Bible. You are in the Bible. Now, here's what I like about Zacchaeus. He doesn't let the fact that he is short block him from going to Christ. See, there are many people who look for the first reason not to go to church. Any small thing, fell Look at your neighbor and say, I know why you are not laughing. They're talking about... You know, I've never understood it, Bazarana, how easy it is for people not to go to church. Guru, we know here, if it can rain, we know people don't come. Mara, they went to work. And you know what's even been more surprising for me? Is to see the people who sell at the gate, coming to sell. Even when the weather is like that. Mara, if they were supposed to go to church, they wouldn't go. You are not getting my revelation, are you? Or, you? or you don't like my revelation. Yeah. Yeah. Zacchaeus doesn't allow any situation and circumstance to stop him. You know what, Basaran? If you put God first, he'll put you first. We, we must not apologize putting God first. Yeah. We must tell people, I can't come. Why? I'm going to church. You see, your your hallelujah is so weak. Yeah. I can't come. I'm going to church. I'll come after the church service, and I will be late by three hours. I'm going to church. How Bermuda Triangle. Has been cancelled. So what does Zacchaeus do? He makes a plan. If Koloy is takile, Yeah. See some of you a small thing, fella, just small thing. is Because you don't come to church. society, you don't come to church. Klapia, how each the following day, you don't come to church. Small things. You know, I've never understood it. Small things. But Zacchaeus, he makes a plan. He runs ahead, climbs on a sycamore tree in order to see Jesus. A sycamore tree is a very thick tree. You can't see through it. For he he knew that Jesus is going to pass here. Now look what God does. Next verse. When Jesus came to the place, he looked up. Listen what it says. you see, you see, you see, you see, he, he took the initiative. Yeah. See, when you take the initiative and you put God, I'm telling you myself, I know some of you this week, I know that maybe I know, I know maybe he loses his weight because I understand that. But you know what? God sees all that. Can I hear an amen in the Yeah. You know I was thinking about it on my way here You know let's tell the truth All of us we sacrifice somewhere It just depends where you sacrifice There are people who are at the tavern tonight And we are, different, we are drinking different kinds of spirits Ah And after 5 years We can stand next to each other And see the effects of the different spirits Don't don't make people make you feel like It's a chore to serve God You know, you are sacrificing Everybody commits somewhere. business People, they work hard, they travel They miss their families They are away from their wives and their children What's new? Nothing new I'm not going to feel guilty that I can't do certain things. Why? Everybody sacrifices. Politicians. But some of our canvas, some of our but some of our blue light brigade. How? Who's not sacrificing? There's business people, they're up early, late. Who's not sacrificing? But the difference is A, hey, sacrificing hey, inner little benefits, <laughs> failing eternal. When Jesus came there, he looked up and he said to him, Zacchaeus, hurry and come down. For today. I love it in the King James. In the King James, for today, salvation has come to your home. He makes the decision as an individual. God invades the whole family. In the same way, God is going to invade your whole family. Yeah. Why? Because you didn't let the rain stop you, you didn't let the fasting stop you, you didn't let the long week stop you, you didn't let the fact that you don't have money stop you. You didn't even say kitchen or you didn't even say I can't go. You know, there are people who have all kinds of ideas, and I'm saying salvation is coming to your home. Yeah. And then you can read further. And then, as I close, we read about Lydia <laughs> in Acts chapter 16. A lady by the name of Lydia. I love her. I love her. Acts 16, verse 14. Let's have it up, please, quickly. And then the next one is going to be, yeah. Verse uh, 14, please. A certain woman named Lydia, a seller of purple of the city of Theatira, which worshipped God, hid us, Whose heart the Lord opened? You see, God opens your heart. He opens your eyes. That she attended unto the things which were spoken of Paul. So she ministers to them. Note the next verse. And when she was baptized, her and her household. Don't, Don't leave your household behind. She besought us saying, if you have judged me to be faithful to the Lord, come into my house. And abide there. And she constrained us. She lobbied us. Come to my house. God is coming into your home. My favorite one. The prison keeper in Acts chapter 16 as well. saying, Verse 26. He's a prison warder. He's there to make sure Paul and Silas don't escape from jail. And the Bible says, at midnight, after they have been beaten, after they have been scratched, they are bleeding, they are in pain, they don't focus on the pain. At midnight, they sang praises unto God. Is the verse before, go to verse 25. At midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises to God. And just to make sure, Nebasa binel, Mopilu. And the prisoners heard them. Mzalana, don't be ashamed to do things for God. Open. At midnight. It's dark outside. It's midnight. They're bleeding. They are sore. They're in prison. They are in chains. They're not focusing on that. They're focusing on God. I found out the devil doesn't know what to do with you, Ms. Alwana, if he blows everything around you, but your commitment to God is unshakable and immovable. He doesn't know what to do. The devil doesn't know what to do with a Christian when things are not working out and your prayers are not being answered and life is not making any sense whatsoever and you feel like giving up but you don't give up. You think about it but you don't do it because you are committed to the Lord God Almighty. Can I hear an amen? amen. That at the midnight of your life, Instead of talking about the problem You raise your hands and you sing praises to God The greatest anointings I've ever experienced in my life As I've preached the word And the greatest moves of God And the transformation of people's lives Happened on days when I felt the worst And things were not working And I had thought about resigning I felt like asking someone else to preach. I felt horrible. And I came up, I just felt so horrible. But you see, I refused to focus on how I felt. I did what Paul says, preach the word. Be instant in season and out of season. The devil doesn't know what to do with a Christian like that. That at the midnight of your life, you don't focus on the darkness; you focus on God all night. And the prisoners hate them. Sing, and the next verse, verse twenty-six. Hearing, and suddenly, see, see what I like about God is that God never tells you when He is going to start moving. Oh, come on, somebody can I hear an amen? Eh? Yeah, God. God. God never tells you. He doesn't say, "Do it for two weeks." do it. No, no. God says, when not just keep doing it?" Now nah, I will just come unannounced, and I'll suddenly there was a great earthquake, so that the foundations of the prison were shaken. When God comes in your life, He shakes things to their very foundation. It doesn't matter for how many years they have been bad. God shakes them, and it says, and immediately the doors were opened. And everybody's chains fell off. That's what God does when he walks into a dysfunctional family. All of a sudden, you don't know what happened to your father. You don't even know when it started. He didn't tell you. All of a sudden, there is peace. You don't know where it come from. Because suddenly... And it's because at midnight, you refused to look at the darkness. At midnight, you continued praying. At midnight, you continued reading your Bible. At midnight, you continued trusting God. Am I talking to people here in the house? Even when things are bad, you just kept on doing what God says you must do. Next verse. Verse 27. And the keeper of the prison, the warden, wakes up from his sleep. Ha, papa, ma'ari, hey! The prison doors are open No I I It comes from So He takes out his sword He wants to kill himself Thinking that probably The prisoners have escaped Next verse But Paul cried out loud And said Say Do yourself no harm We are still here Now note the next verse Then he called for a light Sprang in Came trembling Fell before Paul and Silas Keep going please And he brought them out and said, Sirs, what must I, I, He's having a regular moment. Can I hear an amen? He is having a visitation. We won. What must I do to be saved? Listen, Paul understands it's not just about I. Verse 31, he says, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you will be saved. You and... Oh, somebody gave the Lord a shout. It's you and... yeah. See... With, with God touching your life, people want Rasa fellow Bible," they don't understand. Tell your neighbor they don't understand. Tell your other neighbor they don't understand. Tell your other neighbor God is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all, that we can ask or think. I'm closing, I'm closing, I'm closing, I'm closing. In the book of 2 Samuel, we read an amazing story. David, when he came in as a king, the first thing he wanted to do is to restore the ark of God to its rightful place. The temple has been destroyed. The ark has no place where it can be put. A reconstruction must happen. But David is so glad to bring the ark back. And he does something that I believe was a prophetic occurrence. In the absence of the ark going to the temple, the house of God where the public is. He then goes to a man by the name of Obedidom. And he takes the ark to the house of Obedidom. He says, "Bona, we don't have a place to put this ark. The ark was just a box in which the presence of God was. Can we leave it at your house? And the ark stays there for several years. And in 2 Samuel 6, 11, and God blessed Obedidom and his household. And then later on, it's taken to another home of the name, a man by the name of Abinadab. And the ark is placed there. Once David is reconstructing the temple, and finally, they get the ark from there, and they take it to the public place. Watch. It's a principle. God knows if you want the community to be changed, you must start in the home. God wants the glory of God in the home. The presence of God in the home. God wants the anointing in the home. God says, I want it to start there. And then to move to others. So here's my conclusion, Bazalam. What must I do with all that I know today? I have a few suggestions for you. Number one. Continue praying for your families. If you're here alone and nobody in your family is following, let them be a perpetual prayer item and don't stop praying for them. Continue praying for your families. Much as at home, my late mom and my late dad, they, they love God, they were going to church, but there was a time when spiritually things were not really at their best. And I started praying in the morning and my sister joined me and my sister joined me and we prayed for the family. And you know, one thing I've realized is this. There's no prayer that falls to the ground. Now after we got married, I remember we, we, we started noting the other family members who had in yet re- made a commitment to Christ on both sides. And I remember we, we prayed for them. We used to pray for them. Prayed for them. And every single one of them Came into the knowledge of Christ. What's the Never underestimate that God wants to use you as the door. Pray for a family. And don't pray for them in their presence. You see, some of you, you're, when you pray, you are trying to send a message to the person. You know, those kind of prayers don't work. Aiko and the person is here. Don't pray like that. Don't pray like that. Don't make your prayer a message. You know, it's it's not it's so bad when somebody prays a prayer where they're trying to talk to you, Maria. They're talking to you through the prayer. You know, in the end when they say amen, you don't know what to say because you are offended. I can see you conquer. Pray for your family. Pray for them genuinely. Pray for them. If you don't know how to pray for them, pray for them in the spirit. Put their names down, pray for them in the spirit. That's the first thing. Number two, adopt the attitude of Joshua where you make a quality decision as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. You as the head of that home, whether male or female, it doesn't make any difference going to serve God. I made a decision on that in my family, we're going to serve God. I made a decision. Now, if, if my children decide to walk away from God, it's their decision. It's up to them. But in my home, we serve the Lord. If my wife decides not to serve the Lord, it's a decision. Now, I've made up my mind, in the of home, we're going to serve the Lord. I've made my decision. i made my decision. Be that strong about your decision. And I would encourage those of you who are heads of families, male or female alike. Toe the line. I would encourage the men not to take a back seat in spirituality. No, 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 no. See, these are the kind of things I'm talking about. You see. I'm I'm not trying to hit anybody here. I'm advising sometimes we men we, 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 we turn to Christ much later than our wives and so sometimes what makes it difficult for us to lead is that she knows more than us and we are aware of it and it's hard when they say pray and you've never prayed in your life you know my friend Pastor Don Phillips he's a very good man Marie. He, is, he is very interesting me and him we love to joke a lot and I remember one day we went to a restaurant and we ordered food and when the food was brought just as the waiter put the food there. And and Pastor don't just said to the waiter, Can you pray for the food? And then he closed his eyes. So we both closed our eyes. <laughs> hey, the waiter was in trouble. <laughs> you know that some people don't pray. Some people don't know how to pray. We had the waiter go, <clears throat> you know, once they start with the <clears throat> then you know it's trouble. <laughs> and the waiter says, The God. Listen, if you are praying the God prayer, <laughs> pray it anyhow, you will learn. Make your decision. But yes, my th- so number one, pray for your family. Number two, decide, as for me and my family, we're going to serve the Lord. Number three, this one is a hard one. It's a difficult one. Bazalama. If nobody else serves God in your family, you serve God anyhow. And don't let them hold you back. And I, I want to talk about this just a few minutes as I close, Brazilian. I want to correct myself. You know, years ago, and I know it's not something that everybody would agree with me on that. When we were taught, we were told that when it comes to our priorities, it's, it's God first, family second, church number three. I, I don't think so anymore. Now, let me explain. I'm not in any way saying we must do the things of God at the expense of our family. That's not what I'm saying. That's not what I mean. But if my family wants me to stop serving God for their own pleasure, I'm sorry. I'm not going to do it. See, Jesus said, remember now, Jesus said this. He said, if, if, you, if, you, if, you, if you don't hate mother and father and son, for my sake, if you love them more than me, then you're not worthy of the kingdom. I want to correct this because this thing is bothering me. Sometimes, even in relationships, there are times when the mischievous partner wants you who is spiritual to stop serving God by making you feel guilty that you are never there for me. I have to talk about this. You are always at church. You are always doing, you are always doing. Even if you are trying now, if you are not doing it, it's something else. But never ever tone down, slow down, agree to be spiritually manipulated. And you know, it, it really bothers me that in the Christian home it's happening. Where children want you to feel guilty that you're never there for us. You're always preaching and praying. And when you check, you, you, you're spending as much time as anybody there. There they are in their taverns. Their children are not complaining about them. And I found there is a fine line we must draw, Azala. I will never ever sacrifice my love for God for my family. I love them, but I will never. Thankfully, my family has never asked me to do that and choose between them and God. And I thank God for that. But you see, there comes a point where you have to say, I'm going to serve God with everything. Some of you, you've gotten into relationships where the person said, if you stop going to church, if you can go there on Sunday, you are never there on Sunday morning. Yeah, you see you're quiet now, because I'm coming where you're living. <laughs> and because you want this guy, you absented yourself at church. Yes. And then you got the guy, and he took you away from the things of God. But then there comes a point where you must tell people who are talking, when it comes to God, ne? God is number one. When you are number last. Yeah. 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 We have to be that strong. Particularly if people are trying to use manipulation. Because you know when I check Bazalan, all of us, we are busy with things. It just depends where are you. Everybody works. Everybody upsets themselves. Sometimes you can't do certain things for people. You can't do things for family because of work. Give money to the politicians. They're there, they're there, they're everywhere. And they're working for things that are... But sometimes you find in the Christian home, we are forced to have to choose between God and family members. I'm not in any way saying, don't live a balanced life. You must. And you must correct yourself when you're doing wrong. But there comes a point where if you are forced to choose between God and a person, in the name that things will get better if you choose me. There's no human being who's better than God. Uh, There's no human being. The first commandment is to love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your... Loving your neighbor is number two. There's no human being who is more important than God. And that's the thing. Some of you, you're getting pressure and all that, you continue serving God. Do your best. Be nice. Be loving. But there comes a point when you say, guys, I'm sorry, I'm going to church. Yeah. I know you have made that birthday on Sunday morning. I'll see you when I come back. Yeah. You know what, Pastor This is what I found. We as the Christian community, we are too negotiable okay. with our faith. I don't know how many of you know. Hashim Amla who plays cricket. You will never see on his t-shirt printed the sponsorship of alcohol. He refuses. You went to another black label. No, he won't, won't, won't. Because he says, my faith doesn't allow me to wear something like that. Mararuna. You will allow them to have a parents meeting on a Sunday morning and you will support the idea we allow politicians to have major occasions on sunday and you are the first one to go yeah no i've made up my mind you know what let people do whatever they want to do god is first in my life yeah god is first I Get like afterwards or i'll miss it if people feel that god is not that important to them i know how far god brought me I know I was caught up in a Bermuda triangle and it took the power of God to yank me out. Can I hear a powerful amen in yeah. You make that decision. And don't ever allow any of your family members to tell you to cool off. I'm not cooling off. God told me this is what I must do. I'm starting a church. I'm leading this and I have to give time. I have to give commitment. I'm sorry, I have to do this. I'll be there. I'll be home. I'll be a good husband. I'll be a good wife. I'll be a good child. But I need to do this. Everybody else sacrifices somewhere. So I'm not going to be stopped from sacrificing for God. And I'm not going to make any excuses. Nor am I going to feel guilty for doing that? We have to raise that bar and put it at that level. Can I hear an amen in the house? Give the Lord a powerful hand of praise tonight for the (laughs) work. Hallelujah. Why don't we stand and... We're going to pray together. If you haven't come with any of your family members, just join the people next to you. Let's stand together, please, as families, and we're going to pray together. Join hands together. And then tonight, I'm going to speak the blessing of God over your families, over your lives, in the name of the Lord. Just stand together. And if some of your family members are somewhere around the building, just go to them, and and maybe now also. Just stand around, Bazalona Lidi family, just around, all right? Bless the Lord, bless the Lord. All right. Can you just pray for one another that God would enlighten your eyes and God give you a revelation? Just pray for them right now. And I'm going to lead you through different prayers. Begin to pray together right now in the name of the Lord Jesus. Pray. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Pray, Basilana. Pray, 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 pray. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Pray for them. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Father, we thank you for your blessings. Thank you for your spirit upon us as families. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Pray for one another that the spirit of wisdom and revelation will rest upon the family members. Open our eyes, O oh God, to know you more. To love you more. To serve you more. Jesus. Jesus. Senebre sokuro Mamma Nombre Sokoro Debra Baba Rada Dabarion Dore Sekereboriotita Set Jedamanombra Sataramando Rebedebra. Debra Mamaranda Lada Dabro Sokoro Debris. Nemendo Doboro Sokoro Borion Doraba We cry out to you as families, Father. We want to be like the house of Obedido in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We want to be like the house of Abinadab in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ where the presence and the power of God will fill our homes to overflowing. Father, we want to see your presence envelope our lives. We want to see your presence envelope our families. We want to see that which you've called us to be, that which you've destined for our families become a reality. Father, we stand against all forces of darkness. We stand against all principalities and powers that would try to derail us from what you have called us to be. We stand against the plannings and the schemes of the evil one that are trying to block what you have in store for us. And we declare victory. We declare that we are more than conquerors we declare that we have conquered all evil we declare that that which you have said about us that which you have decreed concerning our destinies that which you have predestined according to the pleasure of your will will be fulfilled unhindered and unchecked by any force Thank you for the presence of the Lord that renews and revives all the great seeds that you have planted in us. Father, for any bad seed that has been planted in our homes, in our families, we pray that you may uproot it by the power of the blood of Jesus. We pray that you may cancel any evil and any plan of the enemy. We pray that you will turn back the tide of time We pray that you will restore what has been stolen by the enemy. Bring back the joy of the family. Bring back the peace of the family. Bring back the mutual understanding of the family. Let every family member know that they are available and they are precious before your eyes. Oh God, we thank you for the power of the Holy Spirit. That even as you touch every one of us, Father that the glory of the Lord will fill the house. We thank you for this Rega moment. We thank you for the divine visitation. We thank you for the presence of God. The presence of God that makes right that which is wrong. The presence of God that removes and eradicates everything that is wrong. The presence of God that uproots any form of evil virus that has been planted any form of seeds that have been planted that no evil thing will germinate only good, only only that which is belongs to you only only that which is of God thank you for your blessing just pray in the Holy Ghost everybody pray in the spirit pray in the spirit pray in the spirit pray in the spirit thank you Jesus Thank you Jesus. Hallelujah. Sera bajara robo socorro. Rande re se karamaba. Rader e robo socorro mariandere sakalaba. Ramondo mro socorro de refele mariandere sakarebo. Raba la mariandere baba. Selama haya la refete refete la Pray in the Holy Ghost. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Mammonunga Sakere de Femememan and Rebellaborus. Rendeleva Cotorodera Vasecarababo. Ramanumbroso Cora de la Barabalabari under a Sakarabo. Ramanumbroso Cora de Prefeparabalabadore Sakarabo. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Celebrate variando over the face of Rebe Rebel Bless the Lord. Thank you Jesus. Hallelujah. Let me pray for you now. Thank you Jesus. Thank you Lord. Follow me in this prayer. Father, I thank you that you have blessed me and my family with all spiritual blessings in Christ. Through skillful and godly wisdom in my home, in my life, in my family, you have built a home And by understanding understanding, A home is established established. On a sound and a good foundation And And by knowledge knowledge, My home And every area of my home home, Shall be filled filled with With all precious And pleasant riches priceless treasure treasure. of the anointing and the power of God. Thank you that the house of the uncompromisingly righteous shall stand. stand. Prosperity Prosperity. and welfare welfare. are in my home home. In in the name of Jesus. My house is securely built it is founded on the rock which is the revelation knowledge of your word father and Jesus is my cornerstone Jesus is the Lord of my household Jesus is our Lord in my home he's our Lord spirit Soul and body. Whatever may be our task. We'll work at it heartily. And we'll do it for your glory. For you Lord. And not for mankind. Thank you for your love. That fills my home. That we love each other. With a God kind of love. And therefore, we will dwell in peace. My home is deposited into your charge, it is entrusted to your protection and your care. Father, as for me and my household, we shall serve the Lord in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah! 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 Pray it with me again, Father. It is a privilege to pray for my family, to pray for my household. I pray for the entire family in the name of Jesus. We live in the midst. Of a crooked and perverse generation. But by the power of your word. And the power of your anointing. We pledge to serve you. We praise you heavenly father. We receive your spiritual blessings. We reverence you. We worship you. We magnify your name. I welcome your presence into my home I welcome the Holy Spirit into my home I thank you Father I thank you Jesus I thank you in the name of Jesus that your divine power has given unto us everything that we need for life and godliness and that we will know you more We will understand your calling more. And so I pray in the name of Jesus. And I declare on the authority of your word. I thank you for the hedge and the protection around my family and around my home. Father, I know that you delight in the prosperity of your people. And I thank you that you are the one who has prospered us spiritually with the anointing and your power. Physically with health in our bodies. You are taking care of us financially, relationally. You are opening doors for us for our purpose, our vocation. We will live out the full will of God. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Raise your hand as I speak the priestly blessings upon your life. Father, this is what happened in your word in the Old Testament. That before your people were to return home, the priest raised his hand over the people and over the families and declared, May the Lord be merciful to you. May the Lord shine his face towards you and grant you peace. May the Lord prosper you in all that you do. May the Lord make you take your rightful place as a family. May the potential of God that resides in your family, in your lineage be realized. May you know today that God has rolled away the shame. You shall not be ashamed any longer. And whatever issues are there, whatever dysfunction is there, God will overlook it and He will still do the work that He must do in spite of all that dysfunction. May the Lord make you to understand and know His ways. May the spirit of revelation and wisdom be your portion. May the spirit of knowledge be your portion. May insight and understanding be your portion. May you walk in the divine healing of God. Every sickness and every disease removed from your family. That even diseases that kill and mem and maim your family, diseases that have characterised your home, in the name of Jesus, they are being removed right now in Jesus' name. And any hurdle that has caused your family members to stumble and walk away from God tonight, that hurdle is being removed in the name of Jesus. you for the blood of the lamb father upon the doorpost of these people's homes that even when the angel of death comes he will never enter into that home and he will pass over. Thank you for the mercy and the grace of God that you grant these family members father God thank you that all family members in this home will know Christ as savior and Lord thank you that the children in this family will be blessed. Thank you that the young men and the young women will be blessed thank you that the elderly people will be blessed thank you for the peace of God that will reside on this family and most of all thank you that each family here will rise to the full potential of God and there will be everything that you want them to be we give you glory raise your hands to the Lord in Jesus name just pray in the spirit right now Pray in the spirit right now. Pray in the spirit right now, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus. Anoint you. Fall on me, anointing, fall on me, let the power of the Holy Ghost fall on me, anointing. Fall on me I know you. Fall on me I know you. Fall on me Let the power run And Father I thank you that your anointing Makes right everything that is wrong I thank you that your anointing Removes what needs to be removed I thank you that your anointing opens doors That have been closed I thank you that your anointing charts a way forward and shows and guides your people what needs to be done. I thank you that every home and every family join hands and pray in the Holy Ghost right now. Pray in the Holy Ghost, pray in the Holy Ghost. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Jesus, God is breaking bondages in families. Jesus, yes, whatever bondage. Whatever bondage, there's the presence of the Lord, the presence of the Lord, yes, the glory of the Lord. As the presence of the Lord. fresh hoy i have a Che se te re borriando ro babo mamma non depressa cara variando babo babo coro grosso Hello Amén Receive the presence of the Lord as it comes upon your home and comes upon your family. You are worthy, Jesus. You are worthy, Jesus. The worthy Jesus The worthy Jesus worthy Jesus worthy Jesus moya o ha la lela moya niche All our Join hands with your neighbor. Father, I thank you tonight for the turnaround of destiny, for the blessing of God upon the family today. Thank you that you have begun something that no one can stop. No one can stand against it. No power of darkness will be able to erase what you have begun here tonight. Thank you that it will keep on getting stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger and, stronger and your glory will fill our home and fill a house because of what you have started here tonight. We thank you and we give you glory. In Jesus name we pray. And everybody shout at and said, Why don't you give the Lord a big hand of praise. Somebody come on. Come on, give the Lord a big kind of praise. Come on, somebody, give the Lord a big kind of praise. Please remain standing, remain standing, everybody. Just bow your hands. In-